Parshas Vayichi, Tavshin Pei Aleph. We're talking today about the Haftorah of Parshas Vayichi, and we're talking about revenge. We always think of revenge, nekama, as being something wrong. The Torah says, Lo si kom, lo si tar, a person is not allowed to take revenge against your friend. Some I hurt you, you can't hurt him back. However, there's another aspect to revenge, which is actually very, very good and very positive. Um, we uh, see in this Haftar at the end, uh, this week how David Melech, at the end of his life, Rikavu, you made David Lamus. David's days were coming close to die. That's the connection to the parsha. It's like this parsha, the end of Yaakov's life, is also the end of David's life. And he commands Shlomo his son. Now, here's the thing about this. This is David HaMelech, the Ne'im Zemir Yisrael, the great sweet singer of Kali Yisrael, the one who composed Tehillim, the one who served Hashem like nobody else did. And here he is giving his last command of his life. Now, once again, as I said about the, uh, the other Zvaratari, something good to look simply at the Pesukim to first understand, to see what he's saying, and then try to make, work it out. I'm going in the way of all the land, means Mel said, everyone has to die at some point. You will be strong, you will be a man. Now, of course, David tells his son, to, to guard the Mishmeris of Hashem, keep all the mitzvahs of the Torah, because he tells them, do all the right things, and I'm not going to read everything here, but he goes on, be more specific, he says, of course, do everything right. But David Amela gives him a command. You know what Yoav ben Tzuriya did to me? That he, he, he killed two great uh, generals, Avner ben Ner, Lamoso ben Yeser. And he said, David Amela says, you should make sure, do as your Chachma, don't allow him to go down to the grave in peace. In other words, take revenge against Avner. I guess, I'm sorry, against Yoav. Yoav ben Tzuriya. And then he says, be kind to the Bnei Barzillai. And then David Amalek goes on to focus about someone else, Shimi ben Gera, who did something terrible to David Amalek. When David was running from his son of Shalom, who was rebelling against him, I'm reading you again, Shimi ben Gera ben Haimini, Bibachorim, Shimi ben Gera cursed me a, 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 a terrible, awful curse. When I ran to Machanaim, and he said how Shimi ben Gera came into rocks and he cursed David Melech and said all kinds of nasty things to him. And really, at that point, Shimi ben Gera was Chayiv Misa. He's a Morid b'Malchus, and they David's men wanted to kill him, but David did not. He said, Hashem I swore by Hashem's name, saying, If I will kill them by the sword." It says that he, he um, um, David swore he will not kill Shimi ben Gera at that point when he was cursing him and, and uh, uh, rebelling against him. Chazal say that when David Melech did that, when David Melech was silent, when he was being um, um, uh, disgraced, it said that David became the fourth leg of Hashem's throne. I can't explain what that means, but so to speak, did he have an imagine that chair has four legs? Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, David Amalek became the fourth leg in the chair of Hashem's throne, and David Amalek gained this special, special place in the history by being quiet at that moment. However, here at the end of his life, David is about to die, 
And he tells his son, Do not do not allow him to be free. You are very wise. And you will figure out what to do with him. You bring him down to the grave and you should take care of him. And then David passes away. So, looking at this little um, discussion, this command here, you know, I hate to say it, Lahavdil, if someone's a, a mafia person, he says to his, to his son before he dies, oh, don't forget about him. Oh, he really did something to me. Get him. Finish him off. And that guy, take care of him also. Make sure he doesn't die peacefully. This is David Melch. David Melch is saying, I want revenge. I want you to take care of Shimon ben after what he did to me. What's going on here? This is David Melch. So uh, most of what I'm saying is based on the Sichos uh, Musar, Rav Chaim Shmulevitz Hatzel, and Rav Victor Miller, Zichon Levrachah. Let's try to understand what's going on here. David Melch, before he leaves this world, asks his son Shlomo to take revenge against Shimi ben so I'm going to quote the Chazal in uh, in Brachos. The Gemara says there, "Gedola nekama, great is nekama. Revenge is good. It's great. Chednitnu ben shteosios. That is placed between two names of Hashem. In other words, you have a name of Hashem, two names of Hashem, and the word nekama is in the middle. Shnei Marja says in Tehillim, "Kale nekamos Hashem. Kale Hashem of vengeance is Hashem." And the Gemara gives other examples. Deo, knowledge is very important to put between two names of Hashem. Mikdash is important, because, very great because put between two names of Hashem. When Victor Miller gives a marshal, imagine if you, you know, you're going in the street and you see two tzaddikim, uh, uh, let's say he said of Moshe Feinstein and uh, uh, the, the vision of Sarebbe. So two very, very great tzaddikim are walking in the street and somebody is walking in between those two tzaddikim. You want to look closely and see who is that person? Who is walking between the two tzaddikim? So likewise, if the word Nekama is placed between two names of Hashem, there must be something very great about Nekama. The word says, Gedol Nekama, Nekama is great. How you work this out? We said that you're not supposed to take revenge. What's going on here? Give you one more example. In Sefer Malachim, there's a story over there um, about Achav, who was a king of the Aseris Ashvatim, he needs a little explaining how to understand Ahav, but one thing they did that was very, very wrong was that he wanted a certain field, and it belonged to a man by the name of Navas Yisraeli. And they did some kind of uh, set up a based in a court, and they, they framed Navas, and Navas was killed. So later on, after Navas died, later on, um, the, uh, it says when Ahav was going to go to war, the Sukkim explain a scene that's going on on Shemaim, uh, by the Navi telling us. For Isis Hashem, I saw Hashem, the Navi says. Yoshev al Kis'o, sitting on his throne. And all the hosts of Shemaim were standing, sitting on the right and the left. Standing, standing on the right and the left. And Hashem said, Who will, um, Convince or, or, or seduce Achav, but Yal, he will go up, people will be almost killed. Who's going to get Achav to go to war and lose and be punished? said something, Haruach, Bayamod, A spirit, this is a scene going on in Shemaim, 
that by Hashem, a certain ruach, a spirit came forward and stood before Hashem. I will convince him. It's the story there. There were false prophets and they uh, false neviim and they convinced Achav you should go to war. And he went to war and he and he was punished. He died. Okay, that was the story. Chazal say who was the ruach? There was a ruach that came forward. It's talking in the Shemaim now. Who was the spirit that came forward and said, "I will get Achav to go to war"? The Gemara says, "Amr Rabbi Yochanan." This is the ruch, ruch, the neshama, the neshama of Navas Yisraeli. Uh, just as an aside, you see here it's like the concept that when a person dies, he's, he's not finished. There's actually something going on and the neshama lives on in the next world. But that this neshama of Navas was killed innocently. He came forward, because Achav killed Navas, and he came forward to be the one to, to, uh, to cause Achav to die in war. Now it does say actually that because Navas did that, he was he, the, the neshama was not allowed to be in the mechitzah close to Kadosh Baruch Hu because anyone is punished because of his anyone is finished punished punished because of him, he can't go in the closeness and closeness in the in the confines of a Kadosh Baruch Hu. But nevertheless, this needs a lot of explaining. We understand that in Olam Hazeh in this world. A person is thirsty for revenge. No, he hurt me. He did something bad to me. I want to get him back. Revenge, revenge. It's it's like it burns inside us when somebody really, really does something. We want to get him back. But Olam Emes, the next world, a spirit and the Shama, thirst for revenge. What's going on here? Same like David Melech, right? He's leaving this world. He said David Melech actually killed his Yitzhahara. I can't explain what that means. It means that he mamish destroyed his Yitzhahara. He was on such a madrega before he passed away. David Melech. He was not interested in revenge. What's going on? So we want to explain. What is really Nikam all about? What is revenge all about? And it is not the petty revenge that we talk about when someone hurt me and I want to hurt him back. Someone did something to me, I want to pay him back. That's not what it's talking about. Revenge by Kodesh Baruch Hu is very, very great. It's a... It's a um, we see... It's a person seeing the Hanhaga, the... Uh, supervision of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that he pays back those who do good and he punishes those who do bad. It's a, it's a settling of the accounts, so to speak. That and through that Hashem's name is becomes great and His throne becomes greater. By Amalek, it says that Hashem's throne is not complete until we take revenge against Amalek. When things are settled in the right places, that the tzaddikim are rewarded and the rishonim are punished. That's when there's a certain special something in the world. And therefore, nakama can be for bad or for good, by the way. Nakama means paying back. Paying back the tzaddikim for what they do right, and the vishayim for what they do wrong. And that brings a tremendous nachas ruach to Hashem, and it brings a settlement of settled things in the world. And we look forward to today when all that will settle down. So, so therefore, when we talk about revenge here, it's a very good thing, right? It's a very good thing. It's a, it's a, a pain, it's a settling of everything in the world and um, therefore we should be happy when we see revenge taking place now let's go back for one minute please to David HaMelech David HaMelech at the time when Shimi ben Gera came and cursed him he felt it inside him on a personal level. He felt like, ah, I gotta get him. I want to pay, I want to get him killed. Of course, he's a Melech, he could do that. Tell his men, take out your sword, take care of this man. But David Melech felt somehow that he wasn't doing it. He wasn't 
doing only L'shem Shemayim. And therefore, he, that moment, he swore and said to Hashem, I will not kill them. I will not let my men kill them right now. But he put it in the back of his mind. And therefore, when the end of his life, when he was leaving this world, he said to Shlomo Melech, no, one second here, Shimi ben did a terrible thing. Okay? He was married in Malchus, he cursed the king, he did a terrible thing, he deserves to be punished. And he told, uh, there's a story there how Shlomo, he, he told Shlomo, use your chachma that he should be killed. He gave uh, Shimi ben a certain command, and he fulfilled the command, whatever the story was, but that's how he worked it out to, to settle the account. But David Magnud had to be taken care of, and that brings something to the world. And by uh, Achav as well, the same thing. Um, Victor Miller always used to say that um, it, it, it's really a very liberal idea. If we say, let's say, uh, we don't want to punish the criminals, you don't want to have people uh, being, being arrested or being, you know, if they do crimes, or the death penalty. If you're doing it out of a liberal um, 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 compassion and say, uh, this man already killed one person, why do you want to kill another person? That's, that's a mistake. Okay? In, in concept, we believe in the death penalty. It says in, it says in, uh, in Bereshis, uh, his blood is supposed to be spilled. Now, whether we actually kill him or not is a different discussion because the Basin did make it extremely difficult to actually put someone to death. He had to be warned. Uh, he had to have all kinds of... Uh, they, they checked into it. It was, it was not that common that they actually fulfilled the death penalty. And that's, that's also part of the system. But in, in theory, we, we, we do believe that criminals should be punished. And therefore, when, Victor Miller said this, that when you hear that a wicked person in the world, let's say, uh, Eddie Amin, if you're not going to remember who that was, if, uh, ran for his life and had a terrible end, Saddam Hussein Yamach Shemo, the fact that he was, uh, uh, he was, he was, he was taken and put on trial and, and they, uh, they, uh, um, did not even delay at all. They we didn't put him on death row and wait ten years. He was, you know, the, in, in Iraq over there, they, they, um, ruled that he had to be killed and he was, he was dead by the afternoon. Um, when a wicked man is punished, we are happy actually. We do rejoice when the wicked are punished. And of course we rejoice also when the, when the tzaddikim get their, their reward. So it's part of the creation, part of what Hashem wants. Uh, lastly, Chazal say that by, uh, by um, Kriyas Yamsuf, it said the Malachim wanted to say Shira. The Malachim wanted to sing to Hashem when the, the, the Mitzrayim were drowning. And, and um, um, Hashem says, Masa Yodai Tovin Bayom, my creations are drowning in the sea. The Atim Omim Shira, and you are saying song to Hashem? How could you be singing now? But Victor Miller pointed out that the Malachim. The Malachim were criticized that they did not say Shira. But Klaishal did say Shira about the, the Mitzrayim drowning. But as human, the Malachim don't have that tafkid to rejoice of it. But we do have this, this uh, mission to actually rejoice when the wicked are punished and they're taken care of. It's something that actually we are actually happy about. And therefore, we have to understand and get our, our priorities right and understand that Hashem has a world and Hashem wants the, 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 uh, the righteous, the tzaddikim, to be rewarded and the rishayim to be punished. And that is why David Melch told his son um, Shlomo to take care of Shimi ben Gera. That's why the Ruach of the Novos took revenge, wanted to take revenge against, uh, against Achov.